Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. So the Justice Department just lost their second case. So out of more than 500 defendants for the January 6th event, only two people have been acquitted on all charges. The first, you guys will probably recall, it was Matthew Martin. Uh, his case wasn't that much of a shock or surprise. The judge in that case was Trump appointee and transition member Trevor McFadden. So there you go. Um, but yesterday, kind of shocking, Obama appointee, U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta, acquitted an oath keeper named James Beeks of all charges. And I place the blame squarely on the shoulders of the prosecutor. Um, as I shared recently, Oath Keepers members James Beeks and Donovan Crawl were supposed to go to trial also with Kelly Sorrell. She was the girlfriend of Elmer Stewart Rhodes. She was their general counsel for the group. Well, it was within the past few weeks determined that Sorrell was incompetent to stand trial, so she was removed from the proceedings, and she's now getting mental health treatment. So the judge decided to move forward with the trial with these other two defendants. And Beeks, he had espoused some sovereign citizen beliefs. He argued with the judge in a pretrial uh, hearing that he didn't have the authority. He didn't have jurisdiction over the case. And Judge Mehta let him go on for a little while. And then he said, look, you're charged in D.C. with a federal crime. I have jurisdiction. That's the end of it. So the trial was scheduled to begin on Monday of this week, July 10th. Um, it would normally start with jury selection, but at the very last minute, Beeks and Crowell decided they didn't want a jury trial. They decided they wanted a stipulated bench trial instead. So what that means is that they would agree to um, you know, stipulate to certain aspects of certain charges in advance, and then the judge, rather than a jury, determines whether or not they're guilty of those charges. So Beeks and Crowell stipulated to two felony counts, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding and then civil disorder. And then the prosecutor agreed to dismiss the remaining felony and misdemeanor counts. That is where they went wrong. That was the government's fatal mistake. On Wednesday, July 12th, the judge acquitted 51-year-old Florida man James Beeks of all charges. Judge Mehta ruled that the prosecutor had failed to provide sufficient evidence to prove that Beeks participated in the conspiracy to obstruct the official proceeding, um, also that he took part in civil disorder. Because although Beeks entered the Capitol with you know, one of the Oath Keeper stacks, he was part of stack one, he didn't commit any acts of violence, and he was a new recruit to, to the Oath Keepers. So there was no evidence showing that he took part in the planning sessions or that he was involved in the messages that went on. Um, so the two felonies that the government agreed to accept were basically on shaky ground with him, and more so with the conspiracy charge. Had they not agreed to the stipulations and dropping the other charges, Beeks could have been convicted of maybe the felony of obstructing an official proceeding, or at the very least, the, the misdemeanors like entering a restricted building or, you know, disorderly conduct, the parading charges. 
So the prosecutor, in my opinion, just completely blew it. Now, um, I, I will say I will give him some credit, meaning Beeks, that after the proceedings, he told a news outlet he's no longer a member of the Oath Keepers, and he says he felt like they tricked him. Beek said, quote, I was duped, you know, I didn't know anything about them. So two things on that. The fact that he said that after his acquittal makes me think he was sincere. Uh, you know, he didn't just say it to get out of trouble with the judge. Also, if you guys have been following my show for a while, you know that I interviewed Tasha Adams. She is the now uh, former wife, the ex-wife of Elmer Stewart Rhodes, Oath Keepers founder. She told me in our interview that some of the you know, greatest surges they saw in Oath Keepers membership was when they promoted things like helping people in need, like going into disaster areas, going into areas where there was flooding or what have you, and people needed help. That is what a lot of people that joined the Oath Keepers, that's what they joined for. That's why they wanted to get involved. They are previous military, they're previous law enforcement, you know, first responders in some way, shape or form. And so that is what they wanted to do was to go in and give aid and comfort and assistance to people. A lot of them didn't want to be involved with the political side of things. They didn't want to get involved with street fights with Antifa. So anyway, I don't know Beeks. I don't know for certain that, you know, he's being sincere, but it, it strikes me as sincere. Um, as for Beeks' co-defendant, he was not so lucky in, in this trial. Donovan Crowell was convicted on both counts. Judge Mehta noted that Crowell and January 6th convict Jessica Watkins were, quote, joined at the hip on January 6th. And the, the judge said that the evidence proved that Crowell, quote, knowingly joined with a group of Oath Keepers, including Ms. Watkins, to, in Mr. Meg's words, try to stop the vote count and then took actions toward that goal. So Beeks walked away a free man yesterday. Crowell will be sentenced on November 17th. And based on the conspiracy to obstruct conviction, he's looking at a maximum potential sentence of up to 20 years. Now, it's not going to be quite that long because Watkins received only eight years and five months. Um, and basically, you know, they were working in lockstep on January 6th. So I would imagine the judge is going to probably give him about the same amount of time. We'll see. So I will let you guys know when that all goes down. But yeah, prosecutor blew it, in my opinion. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it with others, become a subscriber if you have not already. I'm trying to get to that 100,000 mark by the end of the year, as I shared the other day. It basically is to give me someone at YouTube that I can speak with in case they freeze me out again, in case they suspend my channel or try to take my channel down again, as they did a couple months back. Um, it's just, it's a big help to be able to actually speak with someone there who knows your channel, who knows what you're all about, rather than going through these chat boxes with complete strangers and people who may not even know anything about politics. So um, anyway, thank you all so much. If you can donate to the show, that is a huge help as well to keep it going. Love you all. Take care and I'll talk with you soon.